Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the 69th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. Nice. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy Teacup. Jimmy Teacup. Sipping on that teacup, baby. Yeah, and it is, uh, it's July 2nd, for those who are wondering. Bad week for England. Uh, <laughs> a week where, historically, the USA has dominated England. Yeah. And <laughs> that domination... History has repeated itself. You know what? It continues to push forward. Um, good week for America. Fourth of July coming up. A lot of festivities planned. The... The annual Daylo Fourth of July bash coming up Day-Lo this week. bash, I know. Very exciting times here in the mostly soccer world. Um, but before we get into any of the soccer, Jimmy, and we have a lot today. We have a lot of content yeah. coming at you. We got some USA Women, some Gold Cup, some Copa America, Twitter questions, transfer news. That's five things. Five things. Big things. But now I have an issue that I need to address with you right off the bat. What is that? Something that made me laugh as soon as I saw you. You're wearing a rock on your neck. It's an amethyst. I don't know what that means. It's a so you need to elaborate. It's a crystal. It wards off the negative energy. It's so big. It wards off the negative energy. Well, it did make gotta, me laugh. It so brings you to a higher level of spirituality. I don't get why do you have this. Where did you get it? Where I bought it, obviously. <laughs> Online. You went out of your way to buy this rock. I did. Why? Because it's bringing away your negativity. Like right now, it's 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 just warding it off. It's bouncing off of me. But you know that that's if you wear that to the Fourth of July, yeah, instantly, instantly, everyone is going to come at you for that. Oh, of course, that's a ton of negative energy coming at you, and it's going to bounce it right back at them. (laughs) Baby, impossible. You're wearing a a cheap black string with a rock attached to it, Jimmy. Power. All right, sure. Power. Those are just stones that Thanos had. They worked pretty good for him. <laughs> That's true. But you need a glove. You need to be wearing a That's glove. Right. You know, I a only gauntlet. have one. I need to wait till I have more of them and then yeah. I'll get a gauntlet. Speaking of uh, good looks, Hector Bellerin got a haircut, Jimmy. That's yeah. the big news he of the day. He went the full Megan Rapinoe cut. He looks better than Megan Rapinoe. He got her haircut, though. Generally, it is the he same did. haircut. He really did. Well, he maybe. must have been inspired. <laughs> he was inspired by her World Cup performance so far. Uh, today... Didn't get to see Megan Rapinoe, though. No. Worked Apparently, out. it has come out that she is dealing with a slight injury. Yeah. So, it was not a tactical reason. It All right. Well, that makes sense. Concern. I mean, it worked out either way. First press delivered anyway, yeah. so it don't matter. But uh, one more bit of business yeah. before we get into the soccer. Chainlink. I've been all in on Chainlink. For those I'm of you so who don't know. I'm so sick of hearing about this thing. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. So, Chainlink is a cryptocurrency. It's a fence. It's a yeah. It could be. That's true. It is also a, a synonym for offense. Um, Chainlink is consuming my life lately. I think that's a good way to put it. I only have like two hundred dollars in this mm-hmm. on Coinbase, the cryptocurrency network. If anyone wants that referral code, hit me up. I get ten dollars of Bitcoin. Um, and then I bought it when it was shooting up the other night. And then since then, it's gone super high, which is like four dollars, which is like a dollar more than I bought it for. And then. It's been getting low. But every day, I love... Stocks are dwindling. (laughs) I love texting the group chat saying, buy, buy, buy. And then, oh my God, it's plummeting. Sell, sell, sell. It's just a roller coaster. But um, if anyone wants to invest in Chainlink, put all your money in there. Uh, Let me know beforehand so then I can dump out immediately and get my money. I need a return yes, here. Just our, our listener base alone will be enough to dramatically change it so that you can cash out. <laughs> it went up one penny. Yes, out. out. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> I've, made, I've made like negative $40 so far, so it's not going as planned. Um, but anyways, Jimmy, we have a lot to talk about, so I should cut the bullshit. Scared money don't make money. Yeah, I just ended on that. That is true. Uh, so let's talk about... The U.S. Women's National Team. Yes. Coming off a patriotic victory over England. The arrogant Americans came through. Yes, they did. A 2-1 victory over England. And it ended in dramatic fashion with a VAR penalty awarded to England uh, and a goal taken away from England in the second Mm -hmm. half via VAR. Yes. Uh, 
I got to watch this whole game, Jimmy. And I'm, uh, I, it's hard to say that I'm not sold on the woman winning this World Cup at this point because they're in the final and it looks like they're the heavy favorites against the Sweden team who they already beat and a Netherlands team who looks very beatable. Um, but they haven't been convincing in all of the games that I've really seen them, uh, aside from Thailand. Well, yeah, I think that's fair, but it was kind of the same story last World Cup until the final as well. Yeah, uh, And I think that that's maybe more a statement of the development of the rest of the teams. Yeah. It's not so much that the U.S. is going backwards or anyway. It's just as the European teams start to actually put more money and time and commitment behind the sport, I think you're seeing these teams upgrade. Yeah. So, I mean, the U.S. continues to do what they need to do to get the win, which is all that matters in the end. Yeah, um, I thought they looked like, for most of this game, they looked like the superior team. I mean... For the first half. First half, for sure. first half, yes. Um. Even for a lot of the second half, until the very end when England obviously were pressing heavy to get that goal, uh, I thought the U.S. looked better. Um, I mean, England, you got to give credit to England. This is two World Cups in a row. They made it to semifinals mm-hmm. after a long time where their women's team had basically no, no, I don't know how to put it, not no respect, but like no, no one cared even at all yeah. about their women's team. And now to see how many, you saw a lot of English players and different pundits coming out in support of this team. And it's good to see that. But in the end, you know, America's yeah. got to do what America's got to do. <laughs> we got to take that W against England always yeah. and forever. Um, but just the second half of this game, so sloppy from both sides. I mean, it, it was really just it was. a poor display from both sides, especially the U.S. Uh, I mean, it, it was similar to the way they played against France where they kind of sat back and waited mm-hmm. for them to attack. And obviously, the USA is not very good at doing this. They got caught against France, and they should have gotten caught against England. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thin, thinly called offsides, correct, mm-hmm. though. Uh, thank you, VAR. And, I mean, the penalty that England got. Well, I mean, the penalty should have been a goal. I mean, like, they got torn apart on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask your opinion on the penalty. I've watched it multiple times. I still don't think it's a penalty. I think it's a wrong call. Can I, can I say something? If anyone thinks this is a penalty, you're a fool. And you've never watched a soccer game before. That was the most blatant dive I've ever seen. It was in my a full dive. Life. And the thing is, even if and it's hard to tell from that angle if she caught her, but she caught no. her, if anything, it was just in stride. After She's the, running. And stride in the she just missed the ball. She missed, she it, missed the ball flopped. and threw herself to the ground, basically, was what I saw. It, it if just, you ask me. It brings us to the VAR debate constantly. And I tweeted, I was tweeting during the whole thing when it was mm-hmm. going on. I was saying, if this is a penalty, I'm going to lose my mind, basically. And someone's tweeting me. I think we have some English followers or people who just look up the hashtag VAR. Mm-hmm. And they're like, of course it's a penalty. It's like, what are you talking about? And someone goes, do you ever watch football? And he goes, and, and we got an offsides called back on us. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, there, first of all, VAR is correctly used for offsides because you either are or you are not offsides. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a debate there. You're either onsides or you're offsides. But a penalty that's not given initially, then you go to the fucking screen and it shows you literally nothing. And then you call a penalty. That's the referee making the game about herself. That's fair. And that referee was abysmal. She was, I was going to say, I wanted to get to that. Abysmal. was awful. The highlighted by the moment where she gave Bright a second (laughs) yellow card. No idea. And completely forgot that she was already on a yellow. What a uh, fucking there idiot. was there was like a thirty second, almost a minute before she realized and came back with the red. The girl was saying, "I yeah. have that's my second yeah. one." Yeah, and and the ref was just like, "Calm down, yep, calm down." Go, All game, yep. all she was doing was the calm down symbol. Yep. Like you have no idea what you're doing. It, it was, clearly, that was the worst. That was worse than the penalty. Uh, in my the, opinion, the penalty because if you're the ref, you have to know which players are on cards. Yes, because it affects your call. In the end, she had a call that it was definitely mm-hmm. a card, but you have to know that it, whether it should or or shouldn't it does affect your call when the player's on a card if it's borderline you take that into effect the second rule you don't give the card and start to walk away and not realize you're going to send the person off also anyone else notice the card was actually kind of orange and not red my other one felt like it was not the the coloring of the card was way off i don't know if it was the the stream but the coloring was more orange i'm looking like oh they got an orange card i couldn't even notice the color of the card because i was just in shock at what was happening this entire (laughs) second half the usa looked like shit england 
uh, couldn't get out of their own way. The penalty save, incredible. Yes. I mean, that was the softest penalty of oh, all time, it was a, by it was the a way. penalty. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're the only team, I guess, to have missed three penalties in World Cup games in a, in a World Cup. Wow. I think that was the stat that I heard. But either way, they went 0 for 3 on PK. Yeah, and, and, they, I, and their leading scorer, six goals in the World Cup, doesn't take the PK. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Questionable. Um, I mean, I knew that, uh, and I always struggle with this name. I think it's Houghton. 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 Huh? Houghton is how it's pronounced. That captain who missed the penalty. Yeah. Um, I can understand why you want her taking it, but that was that was weak, yeah, weak penalty. And I mean the the U.S. goalkeeper did not look like she was. Ready she's to not save great. That. She's not great. I mean, she, I, she I've said this up. all she tournament. Game. She did, and good for her because she. I said it before is unimpressed by her all tournament. Every time she comes out for like a corner or something, it's very. It's that like the the early season burn Leno. I'm hmm. like. I don't know what to do with my hands, the Ricky Bobby thing. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like it's just very concerning. Yeah. But um, in the end, made the big save, delivered. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what matters is that they got the win, and I don't mean to be negative because I'm very happy that the U.S. won. They played a great first half. Kristen Press. Um, everyone was questioning why Rapino was out, and I think she showed us that she can fill those shoes for the time yep. being. Uh, great Alex header. Morgan. Yep, Alex Morgan showed up. Tobin mm-hmm. Heath played very well. Uh, Rose Lavelle was the best player on the field. Doesn't pass though. She pisses me oh, off she's... because she won't pass. <laughs> yeah, she'll she get by true. everyone. She'll do all the hard work, yeah. and then she won't pass. But she, I, I think, it, I, for me at least, she was the best player on the field. Yeah, she, she was great. She was incredible. But yeah, again, there were some moments where it was a little bit like, and we'll get to it when we talked about the Gold Cup. A little bit of the Kristen Pulisic in the Gold Cup of like, I've done everything. I deserve to, <laughs> to keep this ball. I'm not passing it to you. Type of approach. But um, very excited. We have the final on Sunday morning. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to watch that together. Yeah, and we'll be able to celebrate another U.S. Women's World Cup victory. Hell yeah. Courage. That's 4th of July week, baby. We're doing it all. We're partying oh, yeah. when we're winning World Cups. And, and we'll talk about it in another part, but that the celebration. Oh, the, the tea. The tea. Sipping the tea. No, I want to talk about it right now. I want to talk about it now. The absolute disrespect to England. I couldn't love it more. I loved it mainly because of, and again, I think it was the Daily Mail, so take it with a grain of salt, but the arrogant Americans, the yeah. the whole, your boy, Piers, Piers speaking about it, boy. your boy. You know, what, you know what English people love to do? They love to chirp on Twitter. They oh, love to chirp because they're, they're so elite with their football knowledge. <laughs> And they got shut down by the USA big time. It was it was a very big. You could see that this team uh, was hearing that chatter. Yeah, and it was it was it was the little Kermit the, the Frog. It was Kermit with the tea, and I loved it. Did we make fun of an entire nation for their afternoon tea habits? I think we did, and we won. So that's all that matters. We we like to we like to insult England with tea. We throw it into the <laughs> ocean. We do goal celebrations. It's kind of our go-to move. It's a classic celebration in shaming. A revolutionary yeah. celebration. Oh, well done. Um, the next, let's talk about another USA team, one that's not as good. The men's team, and they played Curacao. Curacao. And they won one nil. So Jimmy, I'll let you take that one away. Ah. Uh. Do I have to? Yeah, because I don't watch them. This this was rough. This was really bad. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but when you see the USA playing Curacao, a country where I couldn't point out on a map, a country yeah. who I don't know a single you player. You do know one player, Bakuna. Uh, Bakuna from the Premier League, actually uh, on that team. Brighton, no? Uh, he may be now. Mm, I don't he was know. at West Ham at one point. Ah. Uh, I mean, Aston Villa actually, I think, is who oh, was that. I think I got the wrong team. I don't know. You got Carter City now. Carter so. City now. I was way yeah. off. He, 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 he was their most well-known player, I would say that much. Well, I mean, anyways. It, yeah, it was Villa, Reading, and Cardiff. You expect the USA to beat a team like this pretty sizably. Yeah, and for that reason, let me give you the stats that made it really depressing and explain my issue. Uh, you want to take a guess on who had more possession? <laughs> Oh my god. 53% possession to Curacao. Nice. 15 shots to 10 for Curacao. Oh my god. They dominated. It was a a pretty yeah, it was <laughs> the second half was all Curacao. Jesus. It was it was very depressing to watch. Uh we should talk about the positives. I'll focus on the positive first. Uh Christian Pulisic again 
just looks like a class above mm-hmm. on the ball. I will say, though, he had a couple chances where he could have had assists where he chose to take it himself, and he probably should have passed to Boyd a couple times, which probably would have led to goals. But in the end, just looks like a superior player. Yeah. And with that as well, the other superior player on the field, Wes McKinney, scores. Nice header. Mm-hmm. Look very good in midfield. But my main issue with this team is they. this was a game again, and I feel like it's them. And I know they're trying to create like this this bear halter wants to play this possession style, but they did not do it this game. It was so sloppy. Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, they switched it up and they played. They kind of let Carousel come on to them, which is why they had the possession. But I don't understand why they would do that. Yeah, no. They should have just took it to them. You're it the better no team. Sen- yeah, it made no sense to me. It was, it was really tough to watch. I, you know me. I, I try to stay positive. I mm-hmm. even stayed positive in the Panama game, which was tough. And this <laughs> one was really just. It was not fun to grueling. watch. Yeah, it was grueling. It was not fun to watch. Uh, there was a good chance in the fourth minute, then the goal in the 25th, and then it took to like the 70-something minute before they had another shot on goal. Yeah. Which well, wasn't even on goal. as Giassi's out. just blew it over the bar. But Classic. it was just, it was a really frustrating game. I mean, a win, as I put it on Twitter, a win's a win. Yeah. They move on to semifinal, um, where they're going to play Jamaica tomorrow night. The reggae boys. Which I think you should watch. I would say just because I enjoy watching Jamaica actually as well. They, they play so hard. Plus, I mean, it's a semifinal at this point. Yeah. Um, But I'm excited to watch it in a way. But if it's like this again, this is this is <laughs> grueling. I mean, I, they're going to lose to Mexico in the final, right? That would be my guess. I mean, Mexico they almost just lost. got through. I watched that game. Talk about unimpressive in a way, too. They can't finish. Yeah. They create chances, but my God, they can't finish. And somehow, Ochoa, who has to be at this point 50 years old, continues <laughs> to come through for Mexico. Yeah. Save the PK. Yeah, and I mean, through. there was no Kaylor Navas for Costa Rica, and their goalkeeper saves the first PK. And then, I think it was the third one, the guy puts it wide, doesn't even put it on frame. If they had just made that, they would have been through. But in the end, I, I do think this will end up being the U.S.-Mexico final. But I do want to actually talk about the other semifinal. And mm-hmm. I want to talk about Haiti. Hi, Haiti. Our boys. <laughs> our boys from back in the day. The most aggressive fan base yes. of all time. Uh, I don't know if we... I think we've brought it up before that. We we went to a USA-Haiti game. Sat in the Haiti section. They don't fuck around. We had a great time with the Haitian fans. <laughs> we did. And I'm so happy for them. They came back from 2-0 down at half to Canada. Canada team, you know, with some talent. Mm-hmm. Talking about Alfonso Davies, Bayern Munich, like mm-hmm. talented players, came back from two long to win three two with just pure heart and effort. Hi, AT. Hi, AT. I, I, I loved it. I'm all in. I want Haiti. Haiti, go beat Mexico. Take it to them. Oh my God. Get the Haitian army. Get them. Are we, we going to have a, a Josie Altador? We're going to have an old Caribbean final. We're going to have yeah. Haiti versus Jamaica. Oh, God. I, I would be happy. I wouldn't be upset if the U.S. lose if it's a Haiti-Jamaica final. That would actually be probably more entertaining than USA and Mexico. So I uh, I want to say that I'm all in on Haiti. I, I will s- be watching that game. I'm all in. <laughs> in the likely event that it is USA versus Mexico, do you mm-hmm. think that the USA can beat them? I can, do, can and will are two different things. Yeah, can and will are two different things. I, I think they can because I actually think um, Mexico has a lot of talent. They always have talent. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have Tata Martino, who I think is a great manager. But watching that game, again, they couldn't finish. Yeah. And I, they have a Raul Menes who had a good season with Wolves. Mm-hmm. But just... They were. They did not impress me. I'll say that in yeah. the Costa Rica game, I was not impressed. The thing is, I think they will tear the U.S. apart in terms of creating chances. Yeah. But again, it only matters if you put it in the net. Mm-hmm. Zach Steffen also has looked good. The one positive, really, for the U.S. is Zach Steffen looked really good in the Carousel game. Yeah. Um. Can't play with his feet, no. which is ironic for a guy going to City, which is probably why he will be loaned immediately. He's already. He's going to. Uh, Dieseldorf or one of those teams in Germany. Dieseldorf. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore. Yeah, he's on his way to Dumbledore FC. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, the, but outside of that, he has looked really good. Mm-hmm. So um, even Aaron Long actually in defenses look good. But I uh, I worry 
I worry about their ability to not give up 20 chances in that game. Yeah. So we'll see. But either way, I'm we excited to, for the semifinals of the yeah, Gold Cup. We have which to beat Jamaica first. Yeah, which is more than I thought I could say at the beginning of it. I am excited to watch it. I mean, I still get excited to watch the U.S. play, even when they let me down over and over, multiple, and over again. Multiple times. Uh, but let's move on to the Copa America, where tonight we actually have a big one. Yes, we have Brazil is, versus Argentina. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to record this one a little bit early because we have some festivities coming up. Mm-hmm. These next few days, but um, what do you think here, Jimmy? Do you think Brazil's gonna get through, or do you think Lionel Messi can inspire his Argentine boys? Brazil. Yeah, I think unfortunately. I mean, it's hard for me. It I, I got dogs in both sides of this fight, and mm-hmm. I, I'd like to pull for Aguero and uh, and Otamendi yeah. with Argentina because I don't know if Jesus will play. He played on the wing last game for Brazil, which was a little different, and for some reason. Ederson continues to not be the goalkeeper. And I know Allison's played well. I'm he's being better. facetious. He's not better. Yeah, he, he he's is. not. I refute. No, I don't want to get though. in this fight. I don't want to get in this fight. Ederson's better than Allison. No, Allison is a right. great goalkeeper. Yeah, better than Ederson. He's, but he's not better than Ederson. <laughs> um, but either way, I just think Brazil. I think Brazil a better team top to bottom. They're a more complete team. Mm-hmm. Argentina just have some holes in that team. Multiple. And, Multiple. So I, I think Brazil will win this one. And in the end, here's my other prediction. Chile beat Peru. Chile become the third th- three-time champion. Yeah. I think they go for the three-peat. I really do. Chile just, they, uh, they're just, they're badasses. That's the best way I can describe they it. They are a national team. They are dirt dogs. They are the, the lunch pail guys of South America. They just find a way to win in and I wanted to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. Lexi Sanchez. Yeah, reborn. Is I'm he sure. back? No. Is he back? Quite. So I don't know if Alexis Sanchez ever officially left. When he when he gone sabbatical, he, yeah, he definitely I, hasn't know, been around. Like, like you know what I mean? Like he's he played for United. I know he didn't play much at all, but when he came on, he didn't look particularly bad from the times that I saw him, right? He just didn't get enough chances? I don't know. I mean, I guess I didn't watch enough United. I mean, he scored against Arsenal in the FA Cup. The fact that he didn't play that much is kind of a big problem. I guess. (laughs) Well, I mean, United, yeah, they're not that deep. (laughs) They're not that deep over there. But he's looked... He's looked great in this tournament. He's been really, really good. Well, maybe it's prime time for United to start looking to ship him off but they'll yeah. never get he'll never be able to get that wage bill yeah, anywhere else in the world sure. there's just no fucking chance that anyone's gonna pay alexis <laughs> sanchez but i do think chile are always a fun team to watch i'm sad that we got robbed of uruguay versus chile i got to watch that full game too yeah, so did i and it was it, that was talk about grueling yeah uh three uruguay goals, three goals called offsides correctly all yeah, correctly called but and then suarez of all people missing the pk i know it was it was so weird. I didn't know that they didn't do extra time. In yeah, this I did. I, I knew that because uh, the Columbia game was yeah. the same thing. Went right to PKs. That's the only reason I knew. Very odd decision. I mean, I guess I get it. It's better for the yeah, players to I not have to play better, the extra yeah. minutes. But uh, Uruguay, they've looked like the better team, and they just couldn't do anything in that game except score offsides goals. And Luis Suarez... A man who is just constantly looking for something from the referee. Oh, it's, Luis Suarez it's never gets old. He never gets old. I, I do want to talk about Luis Suarez. Is he, like, it looks like now Griezmann is to Barca. Mm-hmm. It looks like Neymar may actually be to Barca. Is he the odd man out? No, I think they're going to keep all four of them. No, I think they keep him. But, I mean, for this season, is he, like, if it's a big game, yeah. is he the guy who gets benched? Probably. I think it is, right? Yeah. How how crazy is that? I know. A lot of Barca fans, I think I've said this before, they don't love Luis Suarez like you think hard they would. Hard man to love. Yeah, he's a hard <laughs> man to love, but I'd like Luis Suarez to play for my team. You know, yeah. he's, he's just so ferocious, yeah. I think is the best word to describe him. I don't know. Maybe a word with biting involved is better. <laughs> I don't know. He's got those chompers that he's always using. Um, but let's talk about some transfer news, Jimmy, before we get into the Twitter questions. So... A lot of buzz going around, but let's start off with the big one. We had Gabriel Martinelli. Oh, yes, the biggest of them all. <laughs> He's over to Arsenal, baby. The Brazilian wonder kid. Uh, signs is for he, Arsenal. The is first he a wonder answer? kid? That's what they're saying about him. People are saying that he's the as next As a wonder, Neymar. like, I wonder who he is. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> People are saying he's the next Neymar. Better oh, than yeah, Gabby Jesus Neymar. already. People, by people, I mean me. <laughs> I'm the one saying that he's better than Neymar. 
Um, I don't know much about him. I know that he's highly regarded in Brazil, from what I've read. And a lot of big teams were in for him. Arsenal, I guess, was his best chance to play out mm-hmm. of those big teams. Mm-hmm. So he's chosen to come here. And apparently he's a forward, um, plays on the wing, or can play striker. So perhaps fill in the Danny Welbeck void. And, uh, you know, he's only 18 years old, lots of potential. I don't think they're going to loan him out. I do want to say, I did look him up. Yep. And and this may be inaccurate, but the the most recent stats I see from him is in the fourth tier of Brazilian football. No, no, no. So I'm very concerned no, about I that. I think he's playing in the first, first He scored tier. six goals in the fourth beast. In 14 games. No, he's an animal. And uh, great signing. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if it's a good signing or not. Honestly, I just don't know much about him. It's just a youth. Player for the Ute. Yeah, he's a Ute. Ute. <laughs> uh, Arsenal got their new kit too, by the way. Fantastic. Shit is hot, hot. I hot. gotta say the uh, kit game for everyone so far. Yeah. On point. I love the new city away ones. Home mm-hmm. ones are good, but the away ones are. Yeah, the nice. colorful yeah, ones. Yeah, I like I those like too. That. I told you though, you gotta watch out for the quality of Puma. If... Did you see the cleats they released too? The city Puma cleats. Yeah, nice. They're nice. They actually they're doing a good job. I mean, they spent a hell of a lot of money because mainly because they lost Arsenal, they had to find a way yeah. back in. So they spent a lot of money. The, so the good thing with Puma is that everything's always on sale. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can get forty percent <laughs> off on jerseys and cleats throughout the year. I would warn against Puma cleats though. Yeah, well, I, I I'm I a Nike. Mine. You know me, I'm a Nike cleat guy. Yeah. I had my Puma cleats and they blew apart. Yeah, I'm a Nike like a cleat guy. I can't do Adidas. I'm specifically Nike. I'm all in on Adidas. Uh, waiting for that yellow jersey, though, to drop. But back to the transfer news. Yes. Uh, Adrian Rabio, Juventus Whee! on a free. Don't know why Arsenal wouldn't be interested in that even a little bit. Because if it's a free transfer, they go to Juventus. It's yeah. like written in stone. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's a law at this point. Uh, we talked about Aaron Wan-Bissaka last yeah, podcast. Yes. I believe that was yeah. already done. Who else do we have, Jimmy? Well, the big one. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think the biggest transfer news so far. Outside of like the ones that have already been lined up like we knew forever. Oh, so I know exactly. Tan guy. Endumbly. Yeah. Fucking tan makes guy. Makes his way to Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah. What? Statement. Uh, what? That's a statement from Tottenham. I mean, their largest signing ever, $65 yes. million, it's rumored to be. And uh, a very highly regarded player. You wanted him at City. Apparently, I teams did. like that were I looking did. at him, so... Obviously, I think at the end, City made the right move. Hopefully, with the man we're hopefully getting at some point, but, Rodri. Rodri, but I think this is a great move for Spurs. Mm-hmm. Very talented player. I saw him play against City in Champions League. Very talented. They also signed someone else today. Someone yeah, from he Leeds. got loaned out immediately. So. Yeah, they bought him from Leeds and then <laughs> and loaned him, him to yeah, Leeds. Yeah, loaned him right back. So, but that's a big move for Spurs. It is. It, it's been a while since they spent over 500 days, I believe, since they had made a transfer. Mm-hmm. And to make two in one day, and to make one be someone as, as highly regarded as, as Tan Guy, I yeah. think it's a great move. I mean, on the day of Hector Bellerin's haircut, nonetheless, oh, course, they I, had yeah. to fucking steal the show somehow, didn't they? <laughs> so another interesting bit of transfer news that I really wanted to talk about was Harry Maguire. Slabhead. Slabhead, right? We love Slabhead here. 70 million pounds. Do you love him 70 million pounds? Leicester City says we do. I mean... Rejected. Manchester United. <laughs> Manchester United are in for Harry Maguire Can for I say 70 the million. scariest thing? Yeah. Do you know who their rival in trying to Manchester sign? City. I don't want it. Go Why? away. Why Please that... let them have him. They, you won. You can win this one, United. Please. I don't want I don't want him. Does I like Harry sense? Maguire. I think he's a good player. He's not a 70 million plus player. My God, he is not that. What do you think Harry Maguire is worth? 45. That was and basically that's, spot on. And that's mainly because and, and that's including because he's English. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that everyone's transfer value is because they're English. But that's that's where I, I'd put him at forty five. Yeah, like because it was like fifty something, fifty for uh, Juan Basaka, who's a mm-hmm. lot younger. At forty five, forty five million is a fair number. For I mean, to, for Leicester City to reject a bid of seventy million, is that borderline insanity or is that borderline insanity? Baffling, it, just, just baffling. I mean, the and only they're probably going to get more is that because they know they're going to get more. But how? How could you expect to get more for Harry Maguire? That's wild. I think it's crazy. I mean, I, like I said, I think he's a good player. Yeah. I think he would help United. Yeah, I think um, so too, but not but for 70 million. That's crazy money. He's going to end up costing more than the lit. Oh, my God. And if they rejected 70, 
if they get to 75 you're talking the Virgil van Dyke price which is, Harry Maguire. which is just baffling um, and yeah that was the point that I was going to bring up our friend Billy Massa brought that to my attention is that DeLitt is probably going to cost less than Harry yep. Maguire at this point it looks like definitely I've heard 63 I mean, it's just, that's that's got to <laughs> be the I'm... best bit of transfer work in the entire summer if Juventus well, can pull that off. I, and I think the reason for that is simply Mino Raiola, and there's a lot of teams that just will not yeah. negotiate with him. City's out. City was scouted to lip for years and has basically been not involved in this transfer because mm-hmm. of Raiola. Him and Guardiola have their history dating back to the Ebra days of why they don't really get along. <laughs> that is just crazy. Um, but I just think it's crazy. That's a lot of money. So it's a lot of money. So another uh, another bit of transfer news, and this kind of ties into one of the Twitter questions we had, is uh, Wilfred Zaha, rumored to be uh, Crystal Palace want eighty to a hundred million for him. Mm-hmm. So you know what Arsenal do? We'll give you forty. Mm-hmm. We'll give you forty. A classic low 40, ball. Forty forty million and one. Forty million and one. <laughs> forty million and one. Um, Zaha apparently everyone from his camp mm-hmm. is just chattering away saying he wants to move to arsenal that's his his boyhood club he wants to play in europe uh the big one he wants to play in the europa league because europa league's the best that's what they said not me uh i love the europa league that's what all of his people are saying that's what they're saying <laughs> and um but he wants to move basically he's away at the african uh nations cup mm-hmm. and i think his family manages him uh, a classic move not mm-hmm. a very good one uh, as we've seen from a few players like neymar but they're talking to the media without hesitation, and it sounds like Zaha is going to try and force this move. It's going to cost more than that. So, if Harry Maguire is rejected for 70, mm-hmm. if I'm Crystal Palace, I'm staying firm on my 80. I'm getting at least 70. But you know him. 70 million is insane for Wilfred Zaha, right? I agree. I, but, well, yes, I think it's a lot. I think Wilfred Zaha... It, and again, we got to count the fact that these are Premier League teams dealing with Premier League teams. Yep. Fifty-seven million. That's 57. what I think. Seven. He. That's what I think he's worth. Yeah. So our question was from Justin Desloris, and he said, "What's your opinion of Zaha? Should Arsenal go for him, and what would you offer since we can't afford one hundred mil?" So, I love Zaha. We've mm-hmm. talked about yeah, it a lot. Like, yeah, on this we're podcast. big fans. Big Wolf. We yeah. like Big Wolf. I think he's a big piece of what Arsenal are missing, the willingness to run at players and be mm-hmm. creative, uh, especially because he can play both wing and central midfield. Mm-hmm. So he could maybe potentially fill that Aaron Ramsey spot of a cent- center attack. I think mid. that's too far back for him. He's a, he's a forward. forward. He's a pure forward. Like, he can be a wing forward or, or a center forward, but he's a forward. I think he could... Well, Ramsey was playing very up top towards... The beginning of the season, probably until he got maybe hurt. you would know that better than me. Yeah. I just think I mean I think he's more of we've said about Arsenal needing wit and yeah. athleticism. I think he's that. I would love a team with Wilfred Zaha and Reese Nelson running the wings. Well, is Reese Nelson going to stay with Arsenal? Yeah, this year? Is it, it that does done seem now? like he's going. I think to that's stay. a good move. I think that's a great move to that's say huge. first of all. Um, that's as big as any transfer they're going to get, really. Yeah. So I I love Zaha. Should Arsenal go for him? I think yes. Why not? If he wants to move, they definitely should. But we can't afford eighty to one hundred million. I think that's a crazy price. 80, yeah, I, like I said, I think sixty, 60 is what 60 it's going to take probably, and I think that that's a fair middle ground. So what I'm hearing is that they might accept a player swap mm-hmm. with the money. Yeah. Um, Carl Jenkinson, they need a right back. They they don't have Wambasak anymore. Carl Jenkinson is serviceable. He could play for Crystal Palace. Okay, so Kyle Jenkinson's in fifty-eight million. Yeah, basically, they, literally, what they said is he might be like five million. Yeah. It's not like he's making a big gap of the money up. And I'm even willing to pay them like twenty mil extra. I actually bump it to the eighty. We'll send him Mustafi. <laughs> Just give them the two hundred million. You have to take Mustafi, <laughs> and you have to take Kyle uh, Jenkinson. Kyle Jenkinson. You'd have to take Lichsteiner too. He's already gone, but you yeah. have to take him. You have to make sure he never comes back. <laughs> the ghost of Lichsteiner. You have to take him. Uh, do I think it's going to happen? I I don't know why. I'm like semi optimistic about this. I think the the stars are aligning for Wilfred Zaha to end up at Arsenal, and I'm excited that we can get this deal done with some of the outgoing players. Uh, which Mustafi actually looks like he might go to Fener. Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce. I don't know how to say it Fenerbahce. correctly. Fenerbahce, you were right the first but, time. But um, 
I guess they inquired about him, and Arsenal said $25 million, and they were like, no fucking way. Yeah. So, <laughs> Do you say $2.5 million? Is that what you meant to say? Yeah. 2.5 it is. Um, but if Arsenal could get $10 million for him, they could get $5 million for Jenkinson if they send him that way. Yeah. And then uh, I don't really know who else is expected to go. But we could we could fundraise a little bit. And Zaha Arsenal can afford possible. to get Zaha. Let's, they can afford it. Just right. spend the money, Stan. Right. Spend the money. Yeah, fuck you, Stan Kroenke. Uh, Arsenal fans protesting in new Arsenal kits. Anything more Arsenal than that? Anything more Arsenal than outside of the armory, which is the Arsenal shop, wearing new Arsenal kits. Kroenke outside. Love Anything. It. Oh, All my in. God. It, just, it makes out. perfect sense. Kroenke out. Here's $100. <laughs> Here's $100. <laughs> um, <laughs> Take my money, please. Yeah. So, more so than Zaha, I would love if we just got some fucking defenders. Need Tierney to come in. I 100% will be devastated if he doesn't. I don't know why. My heart's set on him now at this point. But that's a big one. Uh, And then we got a question from our friend Captain Jack Ducey, who yelled at us for the lack of Copa America coverage before. And now he's out because Colombia are out. Um, so he says, does the failure to make the Gold Cup final put pressure on a U.S. coach? Or does everyone expect not to win the final? Haven't seen anything spectacular from the U.S. men's national team and think Jamaica has a very good chance to win. One, yes, Jamaica has a very good chance to win. <laughs> Two, I think most people do still hold the U.S. One standard they hold them to is you have to be in the final for the Gold Cup. Yeah. I don't know if it's you have to win. If you lose to Mexico, I don't think people will give Bearhalter a hard time. But you have to be in the final. Yeah. That's how I see it. So I think failure to make the final would put pressure on him already. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't necessarily think it's his fault. Uh, I think there's, like I said, systematic issues. I say it all the time. There is serious issues from youth up. I mean, I think if they had a better coach, they might be doing better. I mean, I don't know how much of it's Bearhalter. I don't watch a lot of the U.S. men's national team. But I saw Klinsman do it with... Not a very good U.S. team, and they did pretty and well. And then you saw it collapse though, with Klinsman too, though. I guess. But I mean, it, 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 that was like a media storm among like them yeah. not winning a few no, I games. Know. But they, I mean, they were getting destroyed in World Cup qualifying yeah. with Klinsman, and then we know what happened to Bruce. I mean, I think they would have made the World Cup if they stuck with Klinsman. I do at that too, point. actually. I, I do believe that, but I don't think he was a good actual game coach. Yeah, but um, it's just. You need to make the final. I think that there will be an issue. Like, Bearhalter will get shit if they don't make the final. Mm-hmm. If they make the final and lose to Mexico, I don't think anybody will really give them that harder time. Yeah. They just We need to see some progression. That's my main thing. We need to see progression. Mm-hmm. Until we get that, then I don't know. Well, I think this leads into uh, this question nicely from our friend Ryan Gouillere. Uh He said, why do a lot of U.S. fans make excuses for a, a team that's mediocre. I actually have a good answer for this. I want to hear if you have an opinion first. I have I have a very strong opinion on this. I think it's just because people want to be optimistic, right? We want to be the force that helps drive the popularity for soccer here among our friends, among our family. And we want to say, yeah, the U.S. team's actually not that bad if you look at it. And uh, and then you have them watch a game and, and you're discredited completely. But I think it is a thing of optimism in our love for soccer as U.S. fans and uh, trying to get other people around us to feel the same way. That, that's it. It's yeah. that. It's the, I can't say, I can't be negative on this team because not enough people already support the team. Yep. So we have to be, and this is like the Fox thing that drives me crazy. Fox is like, the thing they said, we needed to talk, I wanted to talk about this, mm-hmm. and this ties into it. During the broadcast, they said, from Curacao, the last player in the world I want to see coming off the bench is Josie Altador. The last player in the world. Imagine. Imagine saying that with a straight face. That's the first person I'd want yeah. to see come off the bench. It's like, good. They're not going to score another I'd goal. play 10. Bring 10 of them on. We'll be fine. As long as there's not a banana peel for him to slip on yeah. and bicycle kick it into the net, we'll be okay. Um, it's the we have to be uber positive about the team because we got to bring people into the team and make mm-hmm. them support it. And if we're not super positive, if we say negative things about this team, then people who are like on the fence about supporting soccer aren't going to support it. Yeah. So no, we need to be real. We need to be real about it. It's it's just enough, just enough of this. And that's like the whole like ultra patriotism around mm-hmm. the team. No, let's call them out for their shit. Yeah. 
they suck, let's call them out and say they suck. I hate that, like, it's like babying. We baby yeah. it. Like, Fox is the, the main people who do this. Is like, you watch that and it's like, they're talking about, like, oh, well, you know, in the end, they got the win. Like, <laughs> it's like, stop, stop it. Just stop yeah. it. Call this team out. Say this is this pathetic. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to hold them to that standard. At this point, and it's the other thing, like, we always talk about, like, babying when the announcers, like, baby and, like, tell you, like, the rules yeah. and stuff. Like, you don't know. It's like, if you're watching, you learn. It's yeah. like any other sport. We don't do this for football. We don't do this for basketball. You know or you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, like, a tricky thing, you don't see that often, then do the breakdown. But, like, yeah. some the way that they, we announce soccer in this country, the way we do, it's so ass-backwards. It drives me crazy. <laughs> and that's really what it is. It's like, we can't be negative because then... We're not going to bring people in. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about the MLS a little bit. Like, yep. It's the same thing. People, a, oh, anything well, with U.S. soccer. Yeah. People will give you shit for being a Euro snob, yep. which I identify we with. Well, we, we really point. are. I, I will admit, we're, we're bad. But it's that. just like if the, if the quality isn't there, yep. I don't want to watch it. Yep. If I can watch something that's better, um, mm-hmm. which is basically everything except for U.S. soccer at this point, and not to sound like a prick because I want to see it succeed, but I mean, I'm going to be a Euro snob unless the quality of play goes up. And I, I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword because maybe if we support it more and we are the people who encourage others to do it, we put That's more money issue. into it. That's our issue. That's where like, I feel bad is like you have to grow it on the b- yeah. ground and to be two people who support it, soccer, to the point that we do a fucking podcast about yeah. it and to not be out there like going to the Waving games the and flag, stuff. You know? Yeah, it's, it's not great on our part. It's true. Um, I accept that. But I mean, I to this question... I don't think it's fair to make excuses for why they're bad anymore. It's we've a, had time. Enough. We've had money. It's time to start it's being a, good. It's the, uh, the Taylor Twain. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Like, it, it, we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Billy Massa, he wrote in and he said, how many World Cups will the U.S. women's team win before the U.S. men's team win one? And if I, if I chant really hard, I believe that we will win. Will that help the men's team? So that's a fair question. How many World Cups will the women's team win before oh, we win God. one? Oh, God. Well, oh, no. When am I going to die? Let me do the math here while you answer that question. So remember, they have three right now. They have three. They have a chance now. to get four on Sunday. Okay. So what year is it? I can't do the math here. So say we get to see another, we get to see 10 more. So that's every four years. I'll be 60 something at that point. Hopefully, I live a little bit longer than that. Say they win half. We might get to see them win five more before we die and, and the men are not gonna win the men time. we got a chance in 2026 if we start getting our shit together yesterday so not looking good do you think you're gonna see the u.s win a world cup before you die? that's what i was gonna turn into and i think before i die he points specifically to the I die. he looks at me like oh you're gonna die before me so let me well with that big rock on your neck i don't think this is gonna any negative energy <laughs> yeah Told you, I'm turning into Thanos slowly. <laughs> it's a purple stone. You I'm have just going to snap you away stone. very soon. <laughs> I have my first Infinity Stone. I'm on the way. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I hate to say it, but again, systematic issues. Until we actually build this from the ground up the right way, the only thing that makes me have somewhat hope is how this World Cup went. Mm-hmm. Like, Croatia was in the final. Yeah. Like... And they're very good. I mean, they have players way more talented than any player we've ever produced. But in the end, they're still a relatively new, smaller nation on this scale. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things happen. You Big know, teams lose. You know what I will but say? We don't. We just don't turn out the talent. Yeah. And we, the biggest issue is, and I say this all the time, coaching. We have talented players and we never get them to the level they can achieve. Yeah. What I was going to say is we, if we're playing a numbers game here... We got to be able to put out 11 good players eventually, right? We're, we're a country of almost 400 million people at this point. And uh, just mathematically, we have to be coming close at some point. And, and this is the thing with the, oh, well, best athletes play. No, it's not that. It's part of it mm-hmm. in a way. But the, it's coaching. Mm-hmm. If we had the best, if we could develop a top 10 coaching system in the world, just top 10. Oh, yeah. We would have one of the best teams in the world for sure. Probably. Because we have so many people. It really just come out. We have so many people. And the U.S. in general, sports-wise, is a very good sports competitive nation in almost any sport. Mm-hmm. We are usually near the top in any sport. Except for uh, except for soccer, the yeah. one that we like. So my point, you get my point, though, is we because we have good coaching development systems in mm-hmm. almost any sport. Soccer, we lack. 
even then, though, we have teams that usually, outside of the last one, usually make it to the final 16 of the World Cup. We've been able to do that the previous two World Cups. Again, because we develop good athletes. Yeah. We need better coaching. That's the biggest thing. We need better coaching, better youth development. Stop telling, and this is this something that really hits close to home. Our biggest issue is we have kids who are small, and they get overlooked for bigger, taller kids because at youth level, it's about winning. We're in yeah. any actual soccer country. They don't give a shit about if you win in the under 10, thing, mm-hmm. your regional things. They don't give a shit. It's about developing players. Yeah. Stop taking the kid who may be the, the greatest player we ever produced and tell him, you're too small. It's like how many small... You hear this even like from Pulisic like when he was here, like he went to Germany. Like When you're here growing up, like your size matters. He's a small guy, yeah. slight guy. If, you, if you're here, you may get overlooked. Just because of your size. And size doesn't really matter that much in soccer. What if Lionel Messi got overlooked? (laughs) So, yeah, I think we hit that question pretty well. And the I believe that we will win chant, if you keep chanting it really hard, I think it will pay off eventually. (laughs) I think we'll see. We'll see them win one before we die, Jimmy. we got to remain optimistic. Um, And next we got a question from Conal. Connell. God, I just butchered his name. I can't say any fucking names. Do you ever see that skit, A Key and Peel, where he's trying to say the names and he just butchers everyone? I don't know if I've seen that one. Uh, maybe I'll post it at this point because I've butchered everyone's name who's written into this podcast multiple times. Oh, do times. you mean the teacher one? Yeah. A.A. Ron. Yeah. Aaron. A.A. Ron. D-Nice. <laughs> um, Quan. So he wrote into us, uh, Connell. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. Connell. Connell. Oh, my God. Something Irish. Colin. Yeah. You're Colin now. Too bad. Go ahead. Uh, Move on. Some guy with an Irish name wrote into us. Uh, Great friend of the podcast, by the way. Always writes us. Uh, Would VAR work better under a challenge system? Teams get one challenge per half. They alert the fourth official. Tell them what play they want to challenge and what specific infringement they are challenging for. That's an interesting proposition. I like it. You like it? I like it. You know why I like it? Just because, and it has to be like in the NFL, there has to be a flag. Mm-hmm. And I want to see some of them. I want to see, I want to see Jurgen Klopp throwing a challenge flag <laughs> on the field. I want to see Jose Mourinho losing his fucking mind and just having the flag and chucking it at the ref. I, that's what I want. I need that in my life. I'm all in just for that alone. I would feel robbed of Arsene Wenger and his big jacket trying yeah, to open trying the to pocket. Trying to find much pocket. Oh, not that pocket. Yeah. Oh, not that one. And by that time, the play is already gone. Already long gone. <laughs> um, do I think it's an interesting idea? Sure, it's it's fun to say that idea here, but if I ever saw that happen, it would infuriate me. VAR checks already infuriate me now because they take too long. Yeah. But I'm saying, I assume what he's saying is we get rid of the checks mm-hmm. and it's just when you challenge. You get two challenges a game, mm-hmm. that's it. You blow your load early, you get no more challenges. Too your... bad. <laughs> very, very well put. You blow your load early. <laughs> Good God. Um, I would not like this idea. Uh, I'm completely out on VAR, uh, aside from offsides that saved us today. But, I mean, it, it is an interesting idea. I'll give you that. Conal. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right. Uh, and then Gavin wrote us, this piece of shit. He wrote us and said, realistically, where can Arsenal hope to finish next season? Eighth, ninth? Jimmy, where do you think they're going to finish? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Gavin. I'm going to say... Fifth. Fourth. Fifth. Fourth is the correct answer. Fifth. Fourth is the correct answer. Especially when no, we get... I, I think they could finish uh-huh. fourth. I, I still think you're counting Chelsea out. Chelsea are dead. No. Chelsea are Chelsea dead. is still signing teams, by the way. I <laughs> play it, by the way. I love it. Chelsea said, oh, you, you know your transfer van? That's funny. We're just still going to sign people. Yeah. Kovacic. Signed. I don't understand. I'm guessing there was like some pre-contract when he was was loaned. But that's still hilarious that they're bringing people in. They just get to do whatever they want, apparently. Uh, And Super Frankie Lampard. Yeah. And it looks not official yet, but it looks at this point like a done deal. Yeah, they still don't have a manager. That's pretty interesting. Because they got Frank Lampard. Yeah. Um, But where are they going to finish? The raffle went to China. I don't know if you saw that. I know, for a bag of money. The money he should have been paid from Newcastle, you cheap fucks. Yeah. 
I don't know if, if we got to address that on here. Did we, we did. I think we talked yeah. about it last episode. Terrible from Newcastle. Yeah. We did talk about it. Uh, top four for Arsenal for sure. Corey Andres, he wrote to us and he said, which was more satisfying to watch the Alex Morgan celebration after her goal, sipping the tea or the Nair penalty save? Well, considering I'm Jimmy Teacup, it's it's the celebration. Yeah, it's I did enjoy that celebration. I actually didn't catch it originally. I didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> and then I saw the picture. I said, ooh, oh. that's ice cold, baby. That's, yeah, uh, stone cold. I love it. More satisfying, though, I'll say the save. Because the save was, so ball you, don't lie. You don't like America? Is that what you're trying to tell I me? I love America. You don't love America? I love that's a celebration winning. made in the tea, in the Boston Tea Party. That that that's goes true. back. That's a throwback celebration. That's that 4th that of is, July week celebration. That's, yeah, exactly. That's 4th of July. <laughs> that's America. That's independence. It's that's episode save. 69. We're hitting yeah, all of it Yeah, tonight. everything. Um, but no, the penalty save, I mean, it's... That's liberty. That's justice. That's the That's foundation the of, of America. Stopping, stopping you from coming in. Just it no, is. no, get your shit out of here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was actually the last question we got. We actually mm-hmm. just got a tweet now from Michael Baudry, private account. He just said it was a penalty, and I'm not even going to bother to respond Wrong. because he looks like a nice gentleman in this picture, uh, and I, I don't want to rip into him because it's, it's not even close. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, that's an appropriate response. Wrong. Just me shouting wrong into the microphone. Uh, but Jimmy, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, I think we hit everything. I got to say, yeah. I think we, we got some good questions. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about the good and the bad of the American teams. Yep. And again, go Haiti. Yeah. Go Haiti. Haiti. <laughs> you mean go U.S. Women's National Team because the next time we're on this podcast, we will be world champions. Yeah, and I think I, I'll, I th- I'm going to speak for you, Michael. Mm-hmm. We win the World Cup. We do a special on Sunday. We should. So we'll be back Sunday. We'll be back Sunday. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Jimmy, why don't you hit him with the plugs? As always, Twitter, Instagram, at Soccer Mostly. Mostly Soccer Show at gmail.com for emails. As the most important thing we tell you every week, we even put at the beginning of the show five star reviews for America this week. App. Yeah, exactly. Send us a five star review with just a little, a little tea mug and a little frog, a <laughs> little Kermit the Frog, and an American flag. That's all we need. All Thank right, you. folks. We will see you next week. God bless America. Go USA and Haiti. <laughs>